This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Sooner do we sit down, then we look over at the uh, TV monitors. <laughs> yep, they're all and already. It, and it's already uh, the the caption, uh, the the banner is screaming, "Cruz doesn't rule out getting back into com- campaign." Good, I love it. I, I love it. That was and that was from our, our radio interview. I and the question I asked him just moments ago. You know, and when we do these interviews Wait, sometimes, especially ones like Glenn is really mm-hmm. carrying, like you know, a, a Ted Cruz interview per se. You know, I'll be monitoring <clears throat> reaction on Twitter, mm-hmm. what's going on, you know, on, on social media. So I've done it many times. Uh, never have I seen anything like that. Really? I mean, every, you know, I follow a lot of reporters, a lot of bloggers, everybody tweeting about the same topic, our show at the same time, quotes from the interview, people retweeting other reporters I didn't follow that they were listening to the and, and quoting from the interview. Uh, I guess that was kind of his first speech after... Uh, our first interview after dropping out, so it's kind of a big deal. Um, and <clears throat> I don't think there was anything um, ultra groundbreaking there. I mean, is he supposed to rule out every single thing? No, I think I think honestly, if he, if somehow a guy won a state without being in the election, it would be a pretty clear sign. Yeah, yeah it would. somehow, but it's still some a very small possibility that this would actually. Happen. Oh, how pissed would Trump be if he got that? Oh, candidate? I oh, Nebraska, love it. I would I'd love it. Please, I would just, Nebraska, please. I would just start sending money or to random houses in Nebraska I would just too. for the fun of it. Okay, you got that. You got that going for you if you vote for Ted Cruz today. No, I don't think we can buy wins. votes technically. Um, I think we have to wait till. Well, after no, the they have to vote first, and then we'll send the money. So oh, okay, good. technically, they didn't. We didn't buy their vote. <laughs> it's a reward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I, I, it's. Uh, I, <clears throat> I brought this uh, this th- this up a few days ago, last week, because you know Ben Sass is one of the most public figures in Nebraska, who's been one of the most public Never Trump guys. <clears throat> uh, never Nebraska looked pretty good for polling throughout <clears throat> most of the. Uh, um, uh, election for uh, Cruz. And, and I will say this, more than likely, this is a one-day news cycle distraction, and then Trump will win 85 to 10. Yeah. Okay, I, 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 I do, I know 68, 15. Something like that. But still, I, it's fun to think about for a moment. It and is. it is. it would be an interesting sign from Nebraska to say, hey, you know what, this sucks so bad. Uh, that uh, we are going to uh, go the other way. I'll give you an example of this. Uh, in 2012, Barack Obama ran basically unopposed uh, for the Democratic nomination, uh, except for minor candidates. Um, and um, one of the minor candidates was a felon uh, in West Virginia. 
He was in prison for 17 years and ran as a, a Democratic nominee. He was the only other guy in the ballot, I think. And he got 41% of the vote. He was a felon. Wow. No one, no one knew who he was. They just looked, I don't want Barack Obama, I want the other one. And I think in Nebraska, there's a decent amount of people who look at that election and say, look, you know, I, a lot of people love Ted Cruz, but a lot of people just don't like Donald Trump. And maybe you'll get it if people just go, you know what, screw it, I'm voting for Cruz anyway. And uh, maybe, who knows? I mean, I think the depressed turnout will probably make this a non-issue because most of the people who wanted to vote for Cruz will say, well, I mean, he's not in it anymore. But maybe that changed it today. Maybe people get a little bit pumped up and get out there. And may, at least at least send Donald a little bit of a message. Yeah. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. It's a winner-take-all state. So even if he wins by one vote, he'd get all the delegates. It's kind of interesting as we're doing the research on this contested convention thing, which we're, I, I guess it's next week. I think it's next week we're doing the... Uh, con- contested convention serial on radio. Um, in every case but one, when there's been a contested convention, the winner of that contested convention goes on to lose in the general. And the only exception to that rule was 1860 with with Abraham Lincoln. Um, he 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 won on the uh, the third ballot. I think it was the third, or the, I think it was the third ballot. And and then he went on to win the general election, obviously, because the Democrats were in complete disarray. Uh, and they split the party in two. They were Southern Democrats and Northern Democrats. And so that's what allowed Lincoln to win. Uh, in, in 1924, the Democrat candidate from a very contested convention, 103 ballots, uh, went on to get destroyed by Calvin Coolidge. In 1964, the Republican Barry Goldwater got destroyed by Lyndon Johnson, who was awful, one of the worst presidents of all time. And in 1976, the contested convention uh, uh, winner, Gerald Ford, went on to lose. So, and to a very, very bad candidate. So even if you get to a contested convention, then your chances don't seem that good. Yeah, really. I know, and it's interesting. Part of that is obviously you don't have hardcore support. You, You have enemies, Right, yeah. a contested convention yes. creates enemies within a normally assimilated group. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the Republicans typically vote one way. You have uh, some people who are who lose that battle are going to be like, "Screw it, I'm not voting for that guy. I don't believe in him. I fought hard against him." And certainly, that's uh, it's partially how I feel about Donald Trump. I don't really think of him as a Republican, to be perfectly honest. So, I mean, it, it doesn't. It's not exactly how I feel about it. Wait a minute, I'm seeing a, a banner now on CNN that says Trump seeks to raise as much as one and a half billion dollars. Wait a minute. No, he's, he's, what? Yeah, that's a misprint. He's, he's uh, self-funding. What? Not right. He's self-funding, so that's got to be a faulty headline. Yeah, it's, a, it's just a faulty headline. That's okay. He, Trump you know. relies on the RNC fundraising machine. What yeah. are you talking about? The guy's a self-funder. He doesn't rely on anybody. These guys are liars on CNN. Again, they're lying about Trump. That's what they do. Um, I will well, say that I'm coming around to this idea. because there's Unbelievable. A, there's the third, there's <clears throat> a bunch of ways to do a third party, right? You could do a third party and... Um, uh, you could do a third party, for example, and run a candidate who you think will go up the middle and take po- votes from Republicans mm. and Democrats and tr- try to win the election that way. You can go another way where you vote a, a run a real conservative uh, candidate, and that will probably take votes away from Donald Trump, but at least give you somebody that you feel comfortable voting for, right? Mm-hmm. There's uh, trying to coalesce around a typical third party candidate, like the Libertarian nominee. There's another way to go, though, and I'm coming more and more in line with this theory, and I'll tell you how I want to do it, Pat. See if you'll get on board with this. I think you will. I think you'll like this one. So, and we talked about the generalized possibility before. You run a candidate who is specifically designed to take the victory away from Donald Trump. 
not give the victory to Hillary Clinton. So it's not a situation where you go in and you uh, take, you go to you run a, you run down the middle and you try to take votes from each. And it's not one where you split the votes on the Republican side so that Hillary wins. What you want to do is run a, a candidate in a state that's very red that will definitely be a Donald Trump state. Okay. And you don't try to get on the ballot in 50 states. You only try to get on the ballot on two or three very strategic states, okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, And you run that candidate to win that state, but not run them in. You don't run them in Ohio. You don't run them in in anywhere else. You run them in specific states. And here's my, my example state is this, Utah. You find the conservative... Um, probably from Mormon, Mormon coming from that state, mm-hmm. the conservative Mormon that wins that state. Okay, maybe it's your guy Farley Anderson. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> enough about him. Mm-hmm. But it's somebody. I would say my thought is a higher profile guy. Let's, I, yeah. you know, throw yeah. a, you know, Mitt I'm Romney. Tra- Mitt Romney. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, again, you put Mitt Romney on the ballot. Except he's not conservative, but right. But it's just it doesn't matter. It just be somebody who wins that state. Yeah. Really for any reason. But I mean, I think a conservative would win. No, that Romney state. would win. And that remember, state. the polling has showed very close polls between uh, Hillary and Trump, like 41, 39 or something like that. 39, 38. It's like a one point lead for Trump. Mm-hmm. So he would win that state likely. But I mean, Clinton could obviously win that state as well. It's very close in polling, which has never ha- I mean, it hasn't happened in ages. 60 years or so, something. So you put on Mitt Romney or What's one of his sons? Uh, one of his sons, you know, mm-hmm. so somebody who has a real big standing in the state that could win that state only. And maybe you run him in there, Idaho, Nevada, a few states, maybe not Nevada, right, Wyoming, right wings, red states. And you try to pick off two or three of those right wing states. Now, that does not help Hillary Clinton. It only hurts Donald Trump. If this happens, you knock off Trump from so, so let's say Trump was set to win 272 to 268 in the in the uh, in the uh, electoral votes. You just run Utah. Utah goes from the Trump category to the Romney category or whoever else is there. So Trump falls below 270. Hillary's still below 270, and X candidate has 12 electoral votes or whatever. What 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 winds up happening there is it goes to the House. And then the House can hopefully pick somebody good. Now, you're going to say they're probably going to pick somebody to establishment. And you're probably right. But it will probably be somebody better than Donald Trump. And it's going to be mm-hmm. a Republican uh, mm-hmm. because of the Republican House. Thoughts, right. thoughts, thoughts. Yeah, it's possible. That's the way. Because mm-hmm. uh, we were talking I mean, earlier about trying to win. I don't know if you try to you win. You have to win those states, though. Yeah, and, and some others probably, right? No, you, you just have to win one one or two states. You think? Yeah, because the point is not to win. The no, point is to keep them under 270. I so know. Trump, and now if Trump goes and wins 350 electoral votes, it won't matter. If Hillary wins 272 electoral votes or 271 or 270, it won't matter. Well, I know, to, and, but to keep, them out, to keep them under that, you're going to need bigger states than Utah. No, well, not if he was only going to get to 272 anyway. If he was going to win in a squeaker, you'd only need one state. Yeah, but how do you know that? You, you, don't. you don't. So I think that. you run it. I think you run. The, the key here is to mm-hmm. run the candidate only in states where you're not going to help Clinton. 
So you don't run it in a state where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to run... Uh, Texas, Utah, yeah, Indiana. Te- Texas can't happen, unfortunately, because of uh, their, their rules already. Or we've already passed the deadlines. Oh, um, that was one really? Yeah. Already? Yeah. Um, but if you go... Jeez. Utah is the perfect example. Because Utah has... Um, they don't like Trump. They outwardly can't stand the guy. Yeah. Um, you know, so you pick... You don't want to go to a purple state, because then some votes might go from Trump to a third party, and Clinton might win it. This is a state that Clinton basically isn't going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the argument, and I kind of like it. Uh, and I think Utah is the perfect target state because they do not want Donald Trump. They, they, no, they don't. You will see this, and, and if you do this and you because do it right. Hillary has beaten him in polls. Yeah. If you do this right in, in, in Utah, what you'll get is a result something like 44% for this new candidate, 37% for Clinton, and Eight for Trump or whatever. I haven't done the math on that as I did it. But, I mean, something mm-hmm. tiny. He will get very low. He'll finish third in that state. If you give you people in Utah a good alternative, he will finish third in that state. And, there, I mean, again, you know, I don't know what mm-hmm. the answer is. There are, you know, I think you need someone high profile who can explain this well and, uh, and go out there and, and win. Um, that one state, maybe two or three smaller red states. And just cost, do enough to cost Trump the election, but win, but not help Hillary. Yeah. Because the complaint is yeah. always with a third party. Well, you're a vo- it's a vote for Hillary. Not in this case. It's a vote for whoever the House selects. Right. And again, I'm much more comfortable with the House picking r- essentially anybody uh, than Donald Trump. It's, this is amazing. Uh, you know, as we've been talking about this, CNN has spent almost 15 minutes now on Cruz not ruling out the run. Uh, if, if on Cruz not ruling out re-entry, if a path opens up, uh, and now they've just moved on to Trump to meet with Ryan congressional leaders on Thursday, but they have spent a lot of time on this. Um, so I don't know if they're as excited about the possibility of Trump not getting the nomination as we are, but wow, they're fascinated by this story. And really, like you said, Stu, I, I don't know that there's really that much to it because... I mean, if a path, if a path opened up for anybody, they'd probably get back in the race, right? Yeah, I mean, Jim Gilmore would get back in the race if a path opened up to him. Can we get an official comment from the campaign? I don't want to speak for uh, for Jim, for Jim Gilmore or the campaign, but uh, Mm -hmm. yes. The uh, <laughs> did you know Gilmore was? Tr- I, I read somewhere, and Jeffy, maybe you can you can tell me if this is true that Jim Gilmore tried to be a delegate um, in Virginia and did not succeed. You're kidding. Is the that- guy was governor of the state. <laughs> is that true? Is that story true? It is. <laughs> is it true? I love this he guy. He couldn't win being a he didn't, delegate? Well, I mean, look, he was put up there. He didn't really want it. He didn't try to get it. <laughs> he didn't Come try on. to get it. Just, you know, just Come on. He really wants You know, I will say this about Jim Gilmore. The guy wants to be involved really bad. <laughs> he, he really wants to be invited to the party. Can somebody? <laughs> it's like that loser kid in middle school. I don't know that he's that bad. Isn't this one of those situations? You know, no, he's not. he's not. I mean, first of all, he's not. in a choice, uh, I would be perfectly clear. Trump versus Gilmore, one thousand percent Gilmore. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I'm a thousand percent Gilmore. There's no question. Uh, but in, uh, he's in, a guy. I think if had he won the nomination, I could vote for. Him. Yeah, he probably. He's a fine. GOP guy, though, for sure. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's a standard he's establishment, yeah, a standard guy. Republican. Yeah. But the uh, the the issue there is like it's like you know how like there's like those stories and they happen occasionally where like there's a 
kid in middle school who isn't liked or has some uh, issue, um, like Why? maybe a physical issue of some sort or a, a disability. Oh. And so, like, or the like moms a great big fat guy. get together. What no, about a fat okay, guy? Or a big, big fat guy. Yeah. And the moms get together and say, you need to invite that kid to your birthday party. Yeah. I don't want to invite him. I don't him. want to invite him. No, you have to. You have to be nice to him. <laughs> like, I think that happened in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Didn't Napoleon get invited to, like, the prom because Probably. his one of the girl's moms was like, you have to invite that he seems like a nice boy that's jim gilmore he wants to come to your party can you let the guy come to your party please, please. he's trying hard just invite him once he just, like, just you don't once. have to have him stay the whole time he doesn't have to be there for the for the next party but just invite him let him come over and hang out in the corner for a couple hours well I mean, he will he's going to be there anyway right i mean he was in the campaign so he gets to, doesn't just because he ran for president, don't you get to show up for something? <laughs> I don't know if it's that if it works like that. I don't know. I would assume they'd let him in the door. Yeah. I did see at one point he showed up to some gathering and he was not allowed in. My mom used to always make me invite Bev Brown to my birthday parties. And, uh, you know, she was a girl. And she didn't belong at a boy's party, but she always made me invite her. And then Bev Brown grew up to be a very attractive <laughs> High school girl that I was then pretty glad I invited to my birthday party. <laughs> yeah. yeah, always yeah. invite. Yeah. Yeah. You never in. know. And that's that little in. Remember those birthday parties? Oh, I will. To? I will teach this lesson to Zach. <laughs> I don't care how nerdy you think the girl is now. Right. They you all never know. grow up to be supermodels. You never know. Not that's all right. Of them, but some no, of them but. grow up to be. There's a five percent chance they're going to grow up to be a model. Mm -hmm. Invite them to your birthday party early. Yep. Yeah, it yeah, works. Not out. everybody can. Not all of them can say no. Yeah. Poor Jeffy. Did anyone, had, uh, he, had to, he had to turn it creepy, didn't he? Yeah. He had yeah. to turn it creepy. Would you say, Jeffy, that uh, anyone ever um, came to one of your birthday parties? Was there ever an attendee to yes. Jeffy? He was your, other, I mean, than other, you, than your other than you and your mom. I call my grandpa and grandma. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. We, we touched a nerve. We did. A tender little nerve there. Oh, wow. That brought back a dark memory. Yeah. Maybe we should move on and go to the commercial. All right. Let's move on. Uh, start your... <laughs> wow. That was... We, we hit something there. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk to you about uh, starting your short-term uh, emergency food supply. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, and the good thing is it's not just trying to... I think you're, on, you're probably on board thinking I should probably be prepared for an eventuality if you listen to this show. We, we beat it yeah. in your head long enough. You might be like me, however, too lazy to put together these sorts of uh, preparation uh, supplies. That's why we have my Patriot Supply. Yeah, stop, stop wasting the time. Stop putting it off. You know, it, the time is now. And then, and then because look at where we are. You just never know when this is going to happen. So you want to be, be prepared, and this is a great way to start with their best offer ever. It's a 72-hour emergency food supply for only 10 bucks. That's three days' worth of food to get you through uh, whatever situation for three full days. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty amazing deal. You're talking about 10 bucks. Ten dollars. I mean, it's you know, it's three mm -hmm. days of food. I mean, you know, it's certainly a good investment, even if you just don't even think about the preparation side of it. It's good food. It's ten bucks. It's three days. It guarantees you can eat for seventy-two hours in any emergency. So call them today. Call them right now while you're thinking of it. Triple eight four eleven sixty-eight forty-four, or you can go online too at preparewiththeblaze.com. Either way, triple eight four eleven sixty-eight forty-four, or preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who was selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, 
he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and, kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through Real Estate Agents I Trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Welcome back. All right, West Virginia tonight, uh, Nebraska tonight. Ted Cruz, the heavy favorite in Nebraska. <laughs> uh, According probably to pa- not. Probably not. Uh, Pat poll reopened, as, as far as I understand, and uh, the Pat poll <laughs> says seventy-five to ten. Uh, Ted Cruz is going to win. Tonight. <laughs> I mean, I, I said it, I said it on the I did say it on the air a few days ago, and I think there's a very small chance that Ted Cruz can be very either very competitive or win. Now it is a uh, winner take all state, so we'd have to win the actual vote, and I think the the odds are very strongly against it, but it's not completely impossible. I would say. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible, right? We've seen stranger things happen. Did you do you have an answer though to our question leading up to that Ted Cruz interview, which is why did he want to do the interview? Like, I mean, I, we even bite yeah, these guys I, on all the time. I don't have the okay. answer to that. No, all, and I will say this. I don't have the answer. We had a lot of candidates that we liked right, yeah. throughout their campaign. People like Rand Paul, for example. Rand Paul uh, left the race. We would have loved to have him on to talk about the race and looking back at it right afterwards. But they don't want to do that because, A, it sucks. B, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, like there's nothing for them to do anymore. They just they, they want to get out of the spotlight. They've been in the spotlight constantly for months. Cruz, uh, who has not done a lot of interviews, if any, since he dropped out of the race, uh, wants to come on the show with us. We're really happy to have him on, really, about anything, because we just really like him, obviously. But I mean, and what we was, had no what idea was, what he wanted to come on about. What was his goal there? Was it? To I'm say, not sure. Because uh, he didn't really want to talk about the Trump thing. No. So it wasn't that. I think he it didn't was, really want to talk about, he didn't I, really push the future stuff that he's doing. No, I mean, I think that was part of it. It was thank you for, for supporting me. Yes. And, you know, the movement continues. I think that was part of it. And mm-hmm. he had said he was headed back into the, uh, the belly of the beast. So he was going to be back into Washington. I think he wanted to lay the groundwork of I'm heading back and, uh, you know, be here I come. And yeah, you know, yeah, you know, the pot, if there's a path to victory, I could win, start to stir, stir the pot a little bit. I'm back in Washington, let all the haters, because, I mean, he's walking into a, <laughs> a giant fire now, man. Hate, haters going to oh, hate. Oh, my gosh. Hate, hate, hate. Hate, hate, hate. Haters going to hate. Is it true also that the players are going to play? Is that also? That's what I've heard. Okay. I've heard the players going to play and the haters going to hate. Mm-hmm. Hate, huh. hate, hate. But you know what you do? You, you shake it yeah, off. Yeah, you should probably just shake you it shake off. You shake it off. It's not a big deal. That's what you do. And that's what, maybe that's what he was doing. He was just shaking it off. Mm, probably. Uh, on the air with this. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I, I don't know. I, part of me thinks mm. that 
while I don't think he, even if he wins Nebraska, I doubt he's going to restart his campaign. To he said clear. he might. He said he would. No, he said he, he promised. He no. promised he would. None of he those said things. He said there's happened. a path to victory, and I win Nebraska tonight without no, even being no, in the no. race. What he said. I will re-enter the race. Are you race. trying to change what That's he what said, heard. Stu? He That's didn't what say I that. Clearly, go clearly back and heard, look at the transcript. Stu. I I will look back at the transcript. <laughs> the transcript I'll give you the exact said, quote. Yes, Pat. If I win Nebraska, we reopen this campaign and fire it back up, baby. No, that is not at all. California and to a contested convention. Remember when he said that? No, I don't remember that at all. Uh, listening, man, get the wax out of your ears. <laughs> oh man, he said he very specifically listening. that he he, he would if a pathway listening. to victory opened up, he would respond accordingly. That's totally different than what you guys said. I, did no, you hear a different interview than we did? He must have. He <laughs> I must have. Now I think, honest, if he were to win big. Then maybe he would. I think if he if he were to win the state, it would be pretty amazing. If he shot up, if he if he almost won, it would be pretty amazing. Well, I, look, I think if he did this in multiple states, like if he won here and he won South Dakota, for example, mm-hmm. if he won both of those states somehow, then I think maybe he would get back in. Let me let me use a politician speak. Well, look, well, listen. Okay, <laughs> right. I'm listening. I'm, I've already. Let me just say this. Okay. Say let it. me be you clear. Don't to, you don't need to prepare me to say it. <laughs> Just vote for Ted Cruz tonight if you're in Nebraska. Please go go today, go tonight, go this evening, go whenever you possibly can. Go to the polls, vote for Ted Cruz, and let's see what happens. I mean, you don't if you if you if you loved Ted Cruz before. This certainly doesn't hurt, right? It's just a, a nice expression of hey, we miss you and we wish you were in this race. Thanks for running a good campaign. And then, you know, the inevitable happens anyway. So who cares? Trump doesn't need Nebraska. He doesn't need South Dakota to wrap this thing up. Right. So put that in your Nebraska, you don't, Look, you don't want, first of all, you don't want to be dead to us. No, I mean, it's not no, a threat, no, no. but you've seen what happens to other states that went against our wishes. That's right. That's so. right. Okay. All right. I think we cleared that up. Hmm. Uh, all right. Apparently, Clinton and, and uh, Trump are close in the Quinnipiac Polls in swing states, supposedly. That's the big drudge headline. They don't even talk about the other, uh, the other poll right. that came out. So let's, let me give you a couple of th- interesting things on this. This is, uh, you see here, this is in Florida, um, Bernie and wow, Hillary. 43-42. 43-42 is the headline. I mean, the Bernie polls are pointless at this point. I mean, they still are running them at Quinnipiac. Um, but obviously, Bernie's not going to be the nominee. It's going to be Hillary versus Trump. 43-42, a great poll for Donald Trump. And by the way, mm-hmm. Quinnipiac is not one of these throwaway polls. They're respected pollsters. They do this mm-hmm. right. So this is, a, mm-hmm. this is a good poll. It's a good data point for uh, uh, Donald Trump. Obviously, he's still losing, but he's close. Uh, next up, we have, uh, what's next? Uh, Ohio. Uh, Donald Trump winning Ohio, 43-39. to 39. Um, and uh, Bernie still beats Trump, but Bernie beats everybody because Bernie has never been pushed by any by anybody. I mean, Bernie is is that's the weirdest thing of all time, right? Until you start getting atta- attacked, Bernie's just this nice guy that people kind of know. So I mean, it's, so you can't look at the Bernie polls. But forty three forty two for uh, Clinton, and then uh, in, P- in Pennsylvania it's forty three forty two Clinton, uh, forty seven forty one for um, Sanders over Clinton. But to give you um, perspective on a Donald on the Donald Trump. Um, uh, on, in his favor, you might say, well, look, you know, okay, well, so he's up by a couple of points, and it's not that big of a deal. Uh, those polls are all better than where Mitt Romney was at this time versus Barack Obama in all three of those states. So now Romney didn't win any of them either, um, but uh, it's a g- great poll for Donald Trump. Now, 
that one is being, of course, touted by places like the Drudge Report and Breitbart. And Donald Trump. And Donald Trump. Is he already touting it? Yeah. Um, however, of course, he's ignoring this, the, ones, the polls that came out from NBC Wall Street Journal, which say something very different and give you a much different perspective of what actually is going on in those same states, by the way, which is kind of interesting. Florida, Clinton 49 to 41 over Trump. So an eight-point lead. Ohio, 48-42, six-point lead. And Pennsylvania, 54-39, a 15-point lead. Oof. Um, those wow, are much more difference. consistent with the polls as they've been mm-hmm. over the past six months. Um, so have things changed? Mm. Has Trump received a bump from, um, from uh, winning, essentially, the, uh, the nomination? I think that's possible. Usually candidates, when they lock something up, get a, uh, get a bump. You know, the, the, the media narrative is that Clinton has not locked this thing up against Sanders, so she has not received that bump yet. Although, and she keeps losing states, which isn't helping her, um, but it's just an uphill delegate battle that I don't think that Sanders can overcome at this point. Um, so, I, But let me give you something interesting about the Quinnipiac poll, and I kind of mentioned this briefly on radio. It is just inexplicable how the country is selecting their president based, nothing, not even basing it on policy at all, if there's one policy you talk about when you talk about Donald Trump, you talk about uh, immigration, obviously. His policy, get rid of these uh, illegal immigrants, deport them as soon as possible. Okay, fine. Or not, which he's also said during well, the campaign. But, I mean, during... Or don't get rid of them because you can't because that's inhuman. But his, I'm trying to say his, his marquee policy. Now, yes. look, his policies are all incoherent. If we're going to focus on his the inconsistencies, we will be here all day. <laughs> so, yes, I agree with you. He said all sorts of different things, and he said the exact opposite in 2012 and 2013. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But if you take the, the, the sort of marquee viewpoint, it's get rid of these illegal immigrants, we're going to deport them. They asked that question in the Quinnipiac poll. Now, remember, this is a poll in which Donald Trump did very well. Okay, In that poll, by a margin of about 30 points, People who responded said, we do not want to deport illegal immigrants. They were given the choice between keep, deporting illegal immigrants, keeping them here but not giving them legal status, or keeping them here and, and giving them um, citizenship. So it was path to citizenship, path to legal status, or deport. Mm-hmm. And what they said was, by a margin of about 60 to 30, they said, keep them here. They get, so they get legal status or citizenship. Now, I, how can Donald Trump win uh, a state in which that is true? People are saying, no, the last thing we want to do is deport illegal immigrants, but we're voting for Donald Trump. That has nothing to do with policy. They're not connecting policy to the person. They're, they're not, they're, all the things that we bring up are saying, like, look, this guy's obviously inconsistent, don't matter because people aren't making their decisions based on this. Mm-hmm. It's like it just doesn't matter. To them, it's mm-hmm. all about well. That guy's got a bigger personality. That guy said something funny. I like how he insults people. That guy pushes people around, and I like how he doesn't take crap from anybody. Mm-hmm. Those aren't like you don't run. A, you certainly don't run a successful country voting people uh, voting on people based on those things. I mean, uh, you know, it's how you get people who scream a lot into the microphone and stand up in front of large audiences who raise their hand for pledges uh, towards them. Yes. I mean, I, I would put I, it just that way, but yes. What, really? Yeah, it's interesting. That was fascinating. No, because I, I, I don't know why you chose just exactly that path, but 
Because if you, well, I'm just saying that if you select someone uh-huh. based on those qualities, uh-huh. many times you will get someone who will stand up in front of large audiences that do the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again. Huh. chant things uh-huh. um, and raise their arm towards the candidate right. uh, in a salute huh. slash mm. uh, pledge uh, to the person, not the policy, mm. not the idea, the person. Hmm. Sort of a cult of personality that revolves around one individual hmm. that often times mm-hmm. could theoretically, in a possible circumstances, mm-hmm. if this were to occur, result in, uh, in policies that are not so positive. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any company. examples like from the past? Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of place? examples. There's a lot of examples. Too many uh, to name. I'll say that. Can you name one though? I mean, I could. You say there's I, a lot. Yes, I could. But we're out of time, Pat. All right, more patents too coming up. Will you after the break? Will we have more time? Will you name one? You know, actually, uh, we're all packed up for the day, and we can't beat this subject to death. So wow. let's all move right. on. Death is an interesting uh, topic to bring up as we're uh, in this general discussion. Right. Why? Why? Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, CNN has found this uh, wonderful Trump supporter who says outrageously stupid things, like what you're about to see here um, about not voting for Donald Trump and what that makes you. You are not a conservative if you do not support Donald Trump. And it's crazy to me that I, I hear Ben and I hear Matt using conservatism as a shield. They're now all of a sudden concerned about conservative values. Well, where were they with John McCain, who was for cap and trade, who was against the Bush tax cuts? Where was the Never McCain movement? Where were they with, with Mitt Romney, who um, laid out the blueprint for Obamacare? Where were they leading the Never Romney movement? Uh, well, both of the people you described are much more conservative than Donald Trump. Yes. First of all. Exactly. Right? Including John McCain, who sucks beyond belief. Oh, my gosh. We can't stand John McCain. But still way more way, conservative than way Donald Trump. Way more is. conservative than Donald Trump. Not even remotely close. I will say this. Donald Trump isn't even a conservative Democrat. No. He actually is to the left mm-hmm. of Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders on several issues. You are not a conservative if you do vote for Donald Trump. It, it, it can't be. A conservative can't support this guy. Can't support him. A universal health care. That alone, that alone is a deal breaker for any conservative, for any small government person who cares about the United States Constitution. We fought so hard against Obamacare. We fought it for, what was it, a full year before they finally got it passed uh, in the dark of night behind our backs. Mm-hmm. They, they pole vaulted. They did all those things that Nancy Pelosi talked about, and they got it passed anyway. Yeah, and, and by the way, she, uh, Trump was supporting uh, Obama through part, part of that period, including supporting his stimulus plan, which was arguably almost as bad yeah. uh, as, as Obamacare. I would say not as bad, but still horrible. So this plan contains a, an individual mandate uh, and it's universal. It's like a single-payer system. What the hell? He said he loves mandates. Remember that? He yes. loves mandates. A conservative How loves mandates. How do you vote mandates? for that? So you yeah. hated it with Obama. Why? Because he's black? That is, I mean, why? If you, if you hated it then, 
Why would you like it now with Again, Trump? It's the same thing I just talked Why? about. It's not about policy at all. It's, it's got nothing not. to do with it. It's, it's got a, nothing to do. It's got to do with positioning yourself. It's right. got to do with personalities. Uh, and, and Dana went on off on this. I want to do this first, and then I think I have an answer to one of her questions, which is going to be fun. Um, uh, Dana Lash goes off on uh, on this woman you just saw, Kaylee, whatever her face is. Mm-hmm. I was there in the streets, and so were these other individuals that she's criticizing. We were there doing the phone banking. We were there going door to door. We were there going to different cities and different towns and fundraising and doing all of this stuff. Where was this chick? How dare you? Where was this chick? We have enough of these dilly, these dilly barhead, bleach blonde people out there shrieking about, well, if you're not a conservative, if you're not this, I'm sorry, where the hell were you several years ago? Um, all right. Uh, and here's a little bit more from uh, Dana. This is uh, SOT3, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm getting personal well you know what she was just got personal there she was trying to make this not about the primary and about the candidates involved in the general she was trying to make it about ben howe and about other people she made it personal first here's my mantra don't want nothing don't start it (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're welcome to step two anytime she made it personal first I'm just doing it the Trump way. You come at me, I'll come back at you three times as hard. You like it now? Because I can go harder. These individuals have paid their due. And they don't have to apologize to anybody for hesitating on anything or having a different opinion on anything. Because while some of these people were preparing for television careers, other individuals were actually out there doing the heavy lifting so that these people could talk about it with lip gloss on television. It's <laughs> great. Gosh, she's great. She makes uh, a great point, too. Where was this chick well, during all that that's time? the question I think Where I have the answer she? to. All right. Uh, first of all, she was in college. Um, uh, I'm sure. Okay. But here is, uh, this is an interesting story Seems that like came she's out. she's about 15 years old right. now. And uh, here's where she was, though. You're saying, like, well, where was she during the conservative movement? Where was she when, I don't know, Donald Trump launched his campaign? Here's where she was. Quote, I think Donald said something very inartful, very inappropriate. I'm here to tell you he's not going to be anywhere near the top five. He's not a serious contender within the Republican Party. I think he made that pretty clear when the most important thing he said in his speech was, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich, repeatedly. Shockingly, she sounds a lot different now. See, what happened was she was on as a conservative wow. commentator talking about the Trump speech and responded as if as anyone what Trump would. Speech? The, the announcement. Gotta be She kidding. found a little That's niche for from herself. 2015. Yeah, she found a little niche for herself because what happened was, and this happened, this we heard from the, all over the media from people, you know, we've, we have a big enough company now that people come and they go and they go to other media sources. We keep in contact with them as much as possible. We hear from them all the time. And what we heard was, we're trying to fill the show with people who support Donald Trump. We can't find anyone who can, who can finish a sentence that will support the guy. So there's a whole crop of experts who have popped in and seen this opening. I guess when you're talking completely just from a money perspective, mm. uh, it's intelligent. They saw an opening. They tried to fill it. That's what markets do. And there was a market because they could none of the people who were intelligent political commentators supported Trump. So they just had to find new ones. Who, who doesn't have a record of what they said? Oh, this lady who was in college two weeks ago. Wow. Let's make her the Trump supporter. 
And she uh, willingly went that way and is now supporting Trump and saying everyone who's not a conservative, including her former self from just last year, apparently was not a conservative. Um, kind of an amazing thing. And, and you, mm. there's a bunch of people, um, they list, uh, and you know their faces. The, the one I always see on CNN is Jeffrey Lord, who is a longer-term sort of political operative who latched on to Trump fairly early. Um, but some of the other people, you notice how the Trump people aren't people like you've seen before. They're not like commentators. You're mm. like, wait a minute, I know that person. That's, that person's familiar to me. I've seen them on shows before. I know their record. They're all just... People, like, where do these people come from? As Dana points out there, who is this chick? Well, she was uh, a, a Trump opponent early on, but found a niche and is exploiting it. And I guess when you talk, when you don't, you know, when you're talking about Donald Trump, you're not talking about principle. So throw the principles out the window for a moment. It's a smart move, right? Yeah. I mean, she saw a hole in the market. She wouldn't be on TV for any other reason, most likely. She'd be just another person who occasionally appears on well, these shows. It's a smart move if you don't smart. have any values or principles. Exactly. You know, you know again, and, throw that out the window, and yeah. I guess it's smart. It's kind right. of interesting, though. Triple eight seven two seven back More patents, too, coming up. <laughs> wow. And Dana's awesome. How yeah. great is she? Triple eight seven two seven back Pat and Stu. Uh, That's pretty disappointing. Peter Thiel. I thought he was libertarian. Like, uh, libertarian. Yeah, he supported Ted Cruz in the past as well. Uh, now he's a he wants to be a delegate for Trump. What? Yeah, very strange. Um, what? He's uh, listed. Uh, How does that work? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's got something in mind. Okay. Maybe he's thinking he mm-hmm. can vote for Cruz on the second ballot. I don't know. I'm very surprised at David Horowitz as well, an at-large delegate for Trump. Uh, that's amazing. Prominent writer is founder and president David Horowitz Freedom Center. Recently yep. wrote critically about the Never Trump movement. Hmm. There you go. I always I, the thing I found interesting. I was listening to a little uh, clip of Sean Hannity last night. Um, Hannity was, uh, as, as you know, he's a uh, Trump guy. He would admit that he's endorsed uh, Donald Trump. Yeah. Plus, um, he's always been a Trump guy. Well, from the I, beginning. you know, I mean, it certainly so, seems that way. But he's, go ahead and he's, say it. Go ahead he's, and say he's, it. he's, 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 I don't need to say it. Been I don't need guy. to say it. He said it. He is a Trump guy. Anyway, he's talking to, uh, <laughs> say always, though. He's always been. He's talking go to ahead, Ben, say it. he's talking to Ben Carson, right? Who's also, uh, always been a Trump guy. Stu will say it. Um, so he's talking to Ben Carson. He says, uh, you know, what is this? I don't understand why, uh, these people, uh, they took a pledge and, and they're all saying now, like, well, we need to see what, what the Republican nominee is going to do or, you know, what, what policy is going to happen. Why do, they need, why do they need time to think about it? They took the pledge. That means you do what you said you were going to do. So and did Trump, Carson but how said, many times did he back off the pledge he took? Right, over, course, and over, over and over and over and over and over again. I don't know that anyone... Shut up about this but, stupid pledge. No, but I think the pledge is important. Because, okay, let's say he took the pledge, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, that, so now the Trump people, the Trump people are saying, whatever pledge you took, you need to stick by it. Are we not mm-hmm. never Trump people? I took the Never Trump pledge, and because I made the mm-hmm. pledge, Sean Hannity told me I need to stick by it, so I will, and I will not vote for Donald Trump. Okay. I mean, I think what the, of course, the, 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 uh, I guess what you're supposed to take out of that is, 
it only if it benefits Donald Trump, then support your pledge. If yes. it doesn't, then don't. Because they're oh, telling yeah. me also that I'm supposed to vote for Donald Trump, and if I don't, I like Hillary Clinton, which is of course not true. Um, but I mean, it is if you want to play the game of what pledge you took. Well, I took that pledge, and I meant it. By the way, Ted Cruz did take the did sign the pledge. Um, to vote for the Republican nominee, but he signed other pledges as well. Um, and he's, he's taken oaths uh, to support the Constitution. And I'm sorry, you can't do both. You can't report, I mean, you can't support the Republican nominee this time and support the Constitution. Yeah. Now, you can vote for the guy, I guess, uh, if you really feel like he's the best option because all the other ones are really terrible, I suppose. Uh, but going out and campaigning for them and supporting them outwardly is a totally different story. Um, and, you know, hopefully Cruz doesn't do that. I really hope he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. We got some pictures of a, a uh, uh, some really huge tornadoes that just hit the plains, swept across portions of the plains uh, yesterday, killing an Oklahoma man at the start of what's thought to be a period of unsettled weather uh, in the midsection. Here's, here's a look at one of the tornadoes that went through. Uh, yeah, it looks mm. fairly serious, doesn't it? Yeah. Can we get a close-up of that? Can we just take a peek at that? Apparently not. Okay. Uh, there it oh, is. There's the video. <clears throat> um, amazing. Can you imagine seeing that headed right for you? What do you even do? Uh, you hold up your camera, apparently, and point it at it. Yeah. No, that's, well, that's what, what, everyone sees that's what a lot of people <laughs> do. And that thing could turn at any time and come straight for you. Yeah. What are you doing? I mean, that's cool. And it's interesting to see. Yeah. But you're really putting your now life Now that I know this. it turned out okay, I'm happy that they did it. Um, however, yeah. I would not advise it. No. no. I would not advise it. Uh, you know, I mean, and it's, you know, of course, this will be used to just say, well, global warming is causing these things, and that's why it's global warming. Well, it is. Warming. There's never been a tornado until 1997, the hottest, 1998, the hottest year of all time. Yeah, it's not true, Pat. There were tornadoes before that? Stunningly not true. Yeah, but only one. There was only one or two tornadoes. <laughs> no, there's been, I mean, there's a, if you look at the actual charts, um, back in the day, in the 1800s, for example, they did not, they did not chart every tornado that hit. They couldn't. They, they couldn't because they were, a lot of them were tiny or in fields where no one was. Um, they didn't have the detection mm -hmm. equipment. So they, but they did chart the F3 and aboves. Um, so Even in the 1800s? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, it goes back quite a ways. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the if it was the 1800s or early 1900s, but F3 to F5 tornadoes they did chart. And what happened was they would they would see those. And what we've seen on the F3 and above, there is absolutely no increase whatsoever in the entire century uh, of <clears throat> of tornadoes. It's pretty uh, pretty overwhelming evidence. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't know what you, what more you need. It does not affect tornadoes at all. Um, now, some um, disingenuous uh, global warming people will include F1 and F2 tornadoes because we got better at detecting those in the second half of the century. So there was almost none or very few in the first half of the century. There's a lot more in the second half of the century because now we can detect them more easily. We have the equipment to detect the F1 and F2. So the total amount of tornadoes detected by equipment has risen because of that reason. But mm -hmm. when you look at F3 to F5s, no increase at all. Um, kind of, uh, it really does destroy one of their major arguments. And you can see, we've shown the charts on here a, a dozen times. Drought, um, wetness levels, um, uh, hurricanes, tornadoes, um, any of the major uh, events that we talk about, uh, uh, to, um, uh, heat waves, all the major things that we've talked about, there's just been no increases uh, in them.
Um, so you'd think that there would be if their if their theories were right. I, that, that doesn't matter to them at all. It's nothing to do oh, with their theories. Doesn't theory. matter so at the all. Facts don't matter at all to those people. And hurricanes, uh, non-existent for seven or eight years as far as the U.S. mainland is concerned, and we haven't had a major one for almost ten years. Yeah. It, it's really amazing how. Just as soon as Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth came out telling us there'd be more frequent and more intense hurricanes, they stopped coming at all. <laughs> kind of interesting. Triple eight seven two seven back. But now they're expecting about 41 million people from Houston to Sioux City, Iowa, at risk for some type of stormy weather. Could be hail, possibly tornadoes, hopefully not. But uh, just be on the lookout. Check your weather alerts and uh, stay safe. Unless you're Jeffy. Then just walk outside if it gets loud. Did you hear what he said? Yeah. What, who okay. said? I was just saying I wanted some Taco Bell. And no one's brought me any today. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. Taco Bell sounds really good. Right I now. Just, I'm just going to go for it. Uh, this is the fattest man in the world. I'm just going to go. I know, I've tried for two days. And uh, I thought that was enough. I didn't lose the weight I wanted in yeah. two days. I was so hoping to lose 30 to 50 pounds. I was That's trying it. to get down to my birth weight. <laughs> I just wanted days? to get down to my birth weight. In two days? Yeah. You have to cut limbs off for that. You do you? Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I mean, I was a, I was a big kid. I was like eight pounds, seven ounces. Wow. I didn't think that was, too, you know, too drastic a goal. No, I don't I mean, think so. <laughs> I mean, you still ate all your meals, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And they, were, they weren't like salads, were they? No. no. Okay. No. <laughs> last, night, last night, my wife served me a plate of chicken cacciatore that I swear was piled about that freaking high and that wide. And she just brings me this thing of food, and I'm like, jeez. She said, yeah, I know. I got a little carried away with the portion there. Yeah, well, I'm going to well, eat it all. So what you're saying is it's her it's fault. It's her fault. That's what I'm saying. Because you would feel bad if you didn't finish off what she gave you. Because yes. then it would be sending a signal you didn't like it or I'd didn't be appreciate ungrateful. it. Yeah. I'd be ungrateful. It'd be a sin to waste the food. Yes, all of those things. Again, I will say this. Uh, people will blame Jeffy sometimes for um, his uh, his condition. Uh, mm -hmm. what, uh, the, <laughs> what condition are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not sure which one. Really? You're uh, not? Of which you speak here. Which... <laughs> what condition? Condition. His, the uh, medical. Yeah. Uh... What would you say is wrong with him? I mean, can we get a look at Jeffy again? What do you. <laughs> what is he. Uh, what's the problem there, do you think? No. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> But I think if you see Jeffy right now, you can get it diagnosed pretty quickly. The, the question, though. <laughs> yeah, look at that. 
He's fat. <laughs> wow, Pat. That wow, was, that that's was too far. Uh, that that's too far. That's my point here. <laughs> and this is actually supposed that's, to be something. That's frankly insensitive. My point. My point is, and I was trying to give a point in Jeffy's favor here, mm-hmm. is that I have <laughs> were been, you? Yes, actually, yes. I have been at Jeffy's house before. Mm-hmm. If Jeffy is anorexic to what he should be at that house, yeah, the amount of food that is delicious that is around that house all the time, it's physically impossible for a person to be uh, thin in that house. At least a, a, a guy. Mm-hmm. Because it is cookies. It's grilled cheese. It's pasta. I went over Jeffy's house in Florida. This is back in the day. This is when, uh, when way back in the day. Max was a little kid. Well, Elvis was still living with us yeah. then. I mean, we had to feed him. Yeah, well, that's true. And he, <laughs> But they had, it was like spaghetti. <laughs> now, spaghetti... It's a, you know, it was really good spaghetti. Yeah, we're really good we're sauce. having guests? Yes, we're having guests. 18 pounds of spaghetti. I kid you not. <laughs> the plate was here. It was like, it was the biggest portion of spaghetti I've ever seen in my life. It was over a box. Absolutely more than an entire box of spaghetti at once. Mm-hmm. And it was piled up so high, it barely stood took on the plate. And then it was like... Parmesan cheese, like an inch of it on top. <laughs> and then there was, I think, like mozzarella cheese baked. Oh, my God. I'm getting hungry thinking about it. So good. It sounds it good. So good. It sounds really good. But, I mean, I, it, I, I feel for you, Jeffy. I oh, mean, I, you know, you. I actually do. You, you <laughs> expert. It, that's much nicer. That's, that's much nice. nicer. Much that nicer. I, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. And, of course, add on to this that when you <clears throat> lost over 100 pounds, your wife she basically like yelled at you for it. And told you she wanted you fat. Does she like where you are now? Seriously? What's her preferred Jeffy's? Because there's a big size scale of Jeffy. Like, right. there's old I mean, she animal cracker She may Jeffy. not have wanted you 100 pounds more than you are now, but she certainly didn't want you 100 pounds less than you were then. Right. Right? She likes you in the middle. Somewhere in between. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm probably pretty close to happiness right now. For yeah. her. But you are, uh, you've been pretty dedicated. I'm the last... down. I, I'm done. I'm going back. Down a little bit. She's gonna, she's been unhappy with me. Wow, wow, that's that big a move because uh, you know it, it's it's hard to get restarted once you're you know you have it a is. couple uh, weeks eight days, off. baby. It's so hard. Eight days. Eight, eight days. days have you lost eight weight? Days yes, dear. How much? Yes, dear. How much? Um, a solid thirteen. Thirteen pounds. But you know, For real? That, again, that's you know, that's a bucket that's of water out of the ocean. No, I get that. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's I great. That. That's a great start. That that's is, great, seriously, awesome. that's yeah. a good start. I have in job. that time period gained thirteen pounds. Yeah, uh, probably is. me too. And <laughs> well, that's what that was the deal. I will right? also say, in that period of time, we have had many things arrive at the studio that we have just inhaled. I mean, we've eaten so fat, and we've offered it to Jeffy, and he has turned it down. I, that's because we did that Turn it down. the one the one weekend a couple weekends ago where we started off on a Thursday that we went to International House of Pancakes. Yes, you know for a snack. For a snack, mm-hmm. and then it was the next four days, and mm-hmm. <laughs> that was just the beginning, man. Well, to give you an idea, and by Sunday night, I was like, I seriously am, I will be the fattest man in, on the planet again. 
if you don't stop. If, I, if you didn't yeah. stop. We're talking animal cracker, stopped. Jeffy. You remember yes. the, the yes. famous picture of Jeffy with a <laughs> carton of animal crackers? That's so great. Or the fattest man alive. Uh, well, I mean, that was, that was another great one. acting, but the animal cracker picture is You can is, act fat? Really? Can you... I was that portraying a person. Okay, yes, but... You were. But it was accurately. a very, very, very fat person. Uh, well, and you did it incredibly thank well. Thank you. Thank you. You looked the part. It, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it was uh, it was Thank good you. acting. Yeah, it was. Thank you. You were acting like you had fat coming out of your cheeks, your stomach, your chest area. You know, the man breasts were there. Thank everything you. was Everything was so very, prosthetics? very accurate. How did you? Thank you. I can't go into. <laughs> can't go into your secrets? I can't secrets. go into what, how your make, what, makeup is done. Oh, okay. God. All right. Triple uh, 888-727-BECK. Uh, Pat and Stu, German men, was arrested after several people were stabbed at a train station near Munich. One victim died at the hospital, three others wounded. The assailant made politically motivated comments. Um, this doesn't sound politically motivated. One witness said he yelled, Allahu Akbar. God is great. That is that, that's politically motivated? What are you talking about? Politically motivated. Yeah, I heard this story this morning. Was, was is Allah running for president? In he, Germany? Is. Uh, he is. He is. Um, <laughs> first of all, they, they instead of saying Allah Akbar, which they always do, or Allahu Akbar, uh, they was like uh, he said God is great in Arabic. I was like, <laughs> no. At this point, we we're familiar with the, what that translates to. It's amazing. Um, but uh, the, the report said mm. that they actually initially thought it was um, terrorism. Uh, or, or Islamic terrorism, and then they think now that he may have had just a big-time drug and mental illness problem. So, oh. like, he was, like, he, you know, he wasn't, like, a... Now, obviously, if he's saying Allah Akbar, he's at least thinking about Islamic terrorism, but, like, they think maybe he was just sort of impersonating, or he was apparently completely nuts. Again, they could be covering something, because that's yeah. what they do. Uh, however, it could just be... Obviously, that does happen. Crazy people stab people, too. Um, so it could just be that. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, back here at home in the uh, conclave of Washington, D.C., you got to watch the amazing moment when uh, Josh Ernest can't deny that Obama uh, administration officials lied, just straight up lied about the Iran deal. Watch him try to work out of this. Can you state categorically that no senior official in this administration has ever lied publicly about any aspect of the Iran nuclear deal? Yeah. Hello? What? <laughs> he can't. No, he can't state categorically. Um, so uh, Kevin Cork is the reporter, and he takes another shot at it. Asks him again. I'm going to give you another run at it because I'm not sure if you misspoke. I said, can you state categorically that no senior official <coughs> in this administration ever lied publicly about any aspect of the deal? There is no evidence that that ever occurred. And what I would encourage you and other critics of the deal to do so is to look at the facts and to look at the results. We can verify them now. Yes, we can, Josh. Yeah. You yes, really we don't can. want us to look at that. That's you right. realize he that really doesn't. it's blatantly obvious. But he knows you, you won't. He yeah. knows you won't look into he it. Kn- I mean, we have. We've already talked about the results of it. Yeah. We've already talked about the details. The results are hideous. And, and the thing is, he danced, I think after the first question, he danced around that. We edited a lot out of it. But he danced around that question for two and a half minutes, something like that, and which is why the guy came back to it and said, okay, right, all, all that BS. But can you categorically deny that anybody lied? And he which was another reason he got 
pissed because he wouldn't take the dance. How dare you follow up? Right. How dare you? People don't do that to us. You, you get that in his tone. Uh, it's it's pretty obvious and uh, pretty amazing. So yeah. good for Kevin Cork. I, I don't know who this guy is. That's the first time I think I've seen him. I think him. he's from Fox News. Yes, yeah. he is. is he? And he, yeah. uh, one interesting thing about that is, because a lot of people were saying that when they said, hey, can you say that nobody lied? And he said, no, I can't. Like, he said, no. Um, and I think what he meant was, no, no one lied. Like he, right. So he did, when he gave him another run at it, he did kind of clarify the point, though, of course, is when you read the article, Ben Rhodes very specifically talks about how he manipulated people and, and, and okay. tried to get them to believe things that weren't true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Is that a lie? I mean, I think so. Right? Yes. I mean, Jeffy, you're the one who would kind of try to parse these words. Is it a lie when you tell people, you try to convince people of something you know to be untrue? Rather than telling them that it's, un- that it's something untrue. If you've convinced yourself, too, that it's not a lie, it's not a lie. That's a, hmm. That's an interesting way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Jeffy, it's very, very Bill Clinton-esque, mm-hmm. uh, I would say. Way it's exactly that. the way they look at it. So, I mean, I don't, I, it's kind of an amazing uh, attempt there. It, I mean, Josh Ernest has not done a good job. Mm. I think we can all agree <clears throat> on that. However, um, one of the Boy, sad loyal, relics... What? He's been loyal to these Democrats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the sad relics of the Trump movement, win or lose, and and, and not only to the Trump movement, but also Hillary Clinton being so unlikable, um, is that Barack Obama will skate into history with a 60% approval rating. I bet you anything, by the time this guy leaves, he's in at least the mid-50s. Because everyone is going to hate these people so much for the next six months. He is already. They're going to look, yeah, he's already in the low 50s. Right. Now, remember, he was in the low 40s. Back when people were looking at his policies. He even hit 38 and 39 yeah, at some points. Yeah, a couple times. So. He's, but he's already up into the low 50s, and he's going to continue his rise. People look at the difference between Donald Trump and, and Hillary Clinton. They're gonna, can't, they can't stand either of them. And Barack Obama will just be saying nice things in the background and not doing any – he's not trying to pass Obamacare anymore. He will, he will, he will go in, uh, to his, in the history books as this extremely popular president that left office with a 58% approval rating. And it's going to be agonizing. And it's going to be, it's, it's, the main fault is going to be Donald Trump's um, because, he, and I mean, the main vote is, the main problem is the voters who voted in Donald Trump. But the effect comes from Donald Trump because he's not a likable guy. Hillary's not a likable person. Mm-hmm. We're going to be spending six months with two people that we don't like. And so that is going to make people soften to Barack Obama, who's not going to be, he's not going to be promoting. It's what happens. You know? yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't stand George H.W. Bush because he lied to us. I mean, he, he made it so clear that he would not raise taxes. And, and you know, at that, that speech at the convention, people, they'll say to me, uh, we need to re- raise, raise taxes. I'll say no. And they'll, they'll come back to me again, and they, they'll say, we need to raise taxes. And I'll say no. And they'll come back a third time, and they'll say, we must raise taxes. And he'll say, read my lips, no new taxes. The place goes crazy, goes nuts. It wasn't even a year later when he gave us one of the largest tax increases in American history. That pissed me off so much. I just couldn't stand him after that for that that lie, that deception, that, you know, you get on board with somebody and you, you start believing the things they say and then they betray you. And he did. And uh, so I didn't trust him anymore. But then along came Bill Clinton. And I'll tell you something, by the end of the, by the, end of the campaign, 
with Bill Clinton. I love George H.W. Bush like my dad. I really did. I loved him like my dad. Uh, and the same thing happened with, with uh, George W. Bush. Uh, by the time Obama came around, you're like, geez, uh, what was it again I didn't like about George W. Bush? Yeah, it's hard to remember. Hard to remember. And, and believe me, they, these guys were not. I mean, and, mm. and I think that will, there will be a lot of people who consider themselves never Trump or almost never Trump at the moment. Um, and as we get closer to this, Hillary will be very annoying. She'll yeah, be terrible. She will. She, she will. will she and will even we you. will waver on this, probably. I don't think I will with Trump, but I mean, I think there will be a lot of people who will. There, there will. Um, you know, it's like uh, it's the temptation. Like Jeffy, as we just discussed, is uh, in the midst of what we might call a lifestyle change uh, with his eating habits. Uh-huh. Um, and he's eating healthy. Sure. It's uh, Hillary Clinton will be like trotting out a freaking you know pie and sitting it in front of Jeffy every day. Lasagna, a macaroni and cheese, um, fried chicken, anything that Jeffy would want to eat in front of him at all times. What was, yeah. uh, what was that show? Um, Biggest Loser. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still on, right? But one of the, so. at least in the early seasons, one of the things they would do is put them in a room with all their favorite foods and just let them sit there for like an hour. <laughs> like it was just like, like to get cakes. used to. Not doing it? Well, to see if they would be tempted. Well, right? of course they're going to be tempted. Right. And, of course, we will be tempted yeah. uh, to say, gosh, Hillary's so annoying. I just can't vote for her. I want to vote for the other person. Yep. Now, for me, it's not going to be a big temptation because I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like I need to w- vote for the winner. Um, I, that's not what I need. I don't, I'm comfortable voting third party. But I think a lot of people aren't. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to it, there'll be a, a, most of the people who right now think, oh, I'd never vote for Trump, will probably come along. Oh, I don't well, think it's a lot of people are going to get won over by the, uh, you're going to destroy the country. It's you. It's your fault if you don't vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. Look at Hillary. It's your fault. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll be won over by that. 888-727-BECK-MORE. Pat and Stu is, you know, inevitable. Inevitable, still. Yeah, which is, uh, which Come, is sad. Yeah, it is. It's honestly sad. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you no, going to do? do? Uh, let me talk to you about uh, Super Beets. Super Beets. You ever, I don't know. You ever have? You ever order a beet salad? Beets have become popular lately. And the reason why they become popular, um, you go to like fancy restaurants and stuff, they'll have a, you know, these like beet salads and they'll have all these beet pasta dishes. And the reason those have become popular is because the health effects that have been discovered in recent studies. Um, it, it makes you get more energy. It does stuff to your blood circulation that I don't fully understand. It's, it supposedly helps um, even if you just eat them. However, if you have concentrated um, uh, uh, amounts of them, Super Beats is a great example of this, you, there, there's benefits when it comes to circulation and also energy. A lot of uh, big-time athletes use this as a natural solution to uh, wanting more energy. Now, uh, th- I think it's something like 16% more energy, they say, in the studies. And this happens within about 20 minutes. Now, you probably know, it's not breaking news to you, that beets are healthy. They're the type of thing that, you know, I don't think tastes good. Uh, and uh, when things don't taste good, that usually means they're good for you. They're rich in antioxidants and all sorts of other stuff. Dietary nitrates is the big thing they talk about when, when they're talking about these studies. And nitric oxide can help boost circulation, relax arteries, and maintain healthy blood pressure levels. Well, Super Beets makes the beet experience tolerable. And in fact, it makes it delicious because they have a black cherry flavor. So you're taking a quick drink of something that's really good. It's a black cherry flavor. And you're getting all the benefits of three whole beets in just one teaspoon of Super Beets with no beet taste. Give it a shot. 
doesn't have the uh, you know really over the top energy drink taste either. It's just a, it's a healthy, uh, sweet black cherry beverage, uh, and it's great. Uh, use it before the gym. Use it before you know get through a day of shows with these guys and. You're going to need a little burst of energy. Uh, let me tell you how to call. It's 800-951-8896, 800-951-8896, or stewlovesbeats.com. You're going to get a 30-day supply free. It comes with your first order and is backed by a money-back guarantee. Nothing to lose. Also, you'll receive the free book, Beat the Odds, and free shipping on your entire order. You'll love the results that you feel with your first canister, guaranteed, or your money back. 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, apparently, Uber and Lyft uh, both got shut down in Austin over the new. Uh, they took a vote on the fingerprint thing that they have in Austin city limits. Uh, Uber and Lyft both halted operations on Monday because re- residents there rejected a multi-million-dollar effort by the companies to rewrite local rules around ride-sharing. Uh, so Austin residents rejected Proposition 1, which would have overturned city regulations, including uh, fingerprint-based background checks for drivers and a prohibition on picking up and dropping off customers while parked in traffic lanes, which are something, those are things that, you know, Uber just does. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that they, some of the restrictions were beyond, they do, they do background checks anyway. Some of the restrictions were beyond what they did when it cost them a lot of money um, and also made it so it was difficult to sign up drivers quickly. Um, and uh, you That's know, the whole thing about Uber, right? Is that you can sign up quickly and you can yeah. become a part of it and you can go pick up people, like, right away. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, look, mm-hmm. it's a great service. Both of them are great. I've used both of them. Have you? Um, yep. Uh, both, both Uber and Lyft are fantastic. Um, and they're, they're, I mean, I don't, in cities, it's almost like they're just going to completely replace the car. I can tell you right now that 90% mm. of the travel over the past two years I've gone on, I have not rented a car where I've gone to. Now, that's new for me. Really? I, I usually would go and rent a car and drive right. it around. I don't do that anymore because if they have Uber in town, I just take Uber everywhere I go. That's a good thought. I, you know, I'm going on. Uh, I'm going up to. You, you think they have Uber on the mean streets of Helena, have, Montana? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh! I, I mean, wonder. that would be too risky. I would think for Uber. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, it's a smaller city, so they may not. But I mean, yeah. a lot of them they do have it. I mean, even small towns are starting to get it now. Um, and uh, and I, I, can, I can check for you in the break. But like, you go there. You go on Uber. <clears throat> you've got cars around. You know, because before it would be like, especially when you go to a place that wasn't. Um, heavily influenced by taxis. It was hard, you know, going out and mm-hmm. trying to get a taxi, calling them on the phone. Now a lot of the taxi companies have apps, which make that a little bit easier. But, um, you know, you, but you go with, with Uber, you go and you're in your house, you press the button. It says it's going to be there in 12 minutes. You don't have to wait outside for 12 minutes. You wait until you see on the GPS, then pull onto your road, and then you walk outside. You know, <laughs> you can do whatever you want inside the whole time. Walk out. Whatever you want. Can you commit felonies while you're inside waiting for Uber? <laughs> Apparently, uh, if this legislation had gone through, that's what they Dude, wanted to do. Wow. Yeah. You can do whatever wow. you want. You can. You can. It, it's just like normal home time, right? <laughs> um, you know, when I when I'm going on trips uh, from here, a work trip or something, many times I'll take an Uber from my house. Um, and as the uh, I see because the, they're usually at the airport, which is like 15, 20 minutes away from my house. 
Um, so it takes a little while for them to come out. I'll call the Uber. I'll start getting packed. By the time I'm done packing, they're there. Go go to work. You know, it's 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 a great way to solve that problem. And it's, it's in yeah. many cities, it's way less expensive than uh, cabs. Um, you know, especially with Uber X, which is their you know kind of normal person cars. Like they have black mm-hmm. cars, they have SUVs, they have all sorts of different options. And Lyft has I don't know. There's slight differences between Lyft and Uber, but they're similar services. Um, both of them, I've never had a bad experience with either of them. Honestly, they're both great. And you know, is it, mm. it goes right on your credit card. Charges right through your uh, right through your credit card, so you don't have to worry about like tipping. Even it's all in, it's all included. Um, it's great. It's a great service, and uh, you know. So when I go to any town that has it, I just use Uber for everything. The only the only issue I ever have is if I'm with my kids who are still uh, car seat age. Um, you know, like I, yeah. I recently and they don't have car seats. Right. Some of them do actually, depending <clears throat> on what city you have. They actually do have some that have car seats. Do they have anything with steel girders that uh, Jeffy could get into? Do they have? You know, like, I don't know, tanks that can show up. An Uber tank? Yeah, an Uber tank. Jeffy. They could get him from place to place. I don't know if place. they have Uber tank. Uh, they have Brinks trucks, though. Uber now, Brinks trucks. Brinks? Uber Brinks. Truck yeah. might work. I think. I realize you're making, you know, you're making some kind of what you appear to, what you think is a, a fat joke uh, for the Uber cars. And I, I honestly think you're going to need that in uh, the mean streets of Montana. Uh, what, what, what am I going to need? Uh, a tank or oh, steel cars to right, because protect yourself on the streets. True. It looks, all kinds mm-hmm. of articles are talking about it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I don't know that they're officially there yet. Yeah, just say, I, I'm seeing, and it goes back a year <laughs> saying it's coming, but I don't actually know if it's they said. Then they said it was coming this year. There was new, there was startups uh, the first of this year saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, but no official date yet. So perhaps they don't have any uh, cars uh, safe enough to, for the streets yet. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. I mean, that's, it's, it's a nothing shame. Nothing reinforced, nothing bulletproof. See, it's then. a shame, but. Yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, I guess lives what are, are important do? to Uber. Okay, True. whatever. It's mean streets, man. you got to be careful. Um, apparently, according to uh, Chronicle, uh, Cron.com, Houston really wants the proposed bullet train to make a stop downtown. Now, when they do say they? Houston, I'm pretty sure they mean Houston city officials because <laughs> I was in Houston when the whole well shortly after it was right i mean they had just i think completed construction or were about to complete construction on the light rail uh that they that they installed in the downtown area and it goes mm-hmm. from downtown to slightly well, how past lucky downtown. are you you're able to use it every day or? oh you know except no Mm-mm. No, it doesn't go to where anybody lives. It just goes from downtown to the Reliant <laughs> Center and then back. So you can go downtown, you can go Reliant, you can go back. So or, but can you get to downtown, though? You can go downtown. What about the From Reliant, Reliant <laughs> and then from Reliant back to downtown. So, But when you're in downtown, you're stranded there. You're not allowed to go anywhere else? No, you can't go anywhere else. Except, <laughs> unless except you have your car unless downtown. Unless you go back to Reliant. Oh, unless you go down to Reliant. <laughs> <laughs> but if you had your car and you drove your car downtown, then you could take Why your would car, you home. car downtown. I don't, I don't okay, know. that's just kind of the problem. Huh? Dumbest thing. Uh, and, and they called it uh, the Mayor Mayor Lee P. Brown's toy train. So I'm pretty sure they're not excited about this. They say a planned high-speed rail line remains a popular yep popular project with city officials, many of whom are holding on to hope for an eventual downtown terminal. Texas Central Planners, the private firm proposing the Houston to Dallas line briefed a city council committee on Monday telling officials they remain on track to break ground in late 2017. So this would be a high-speed rail, a bullet train from Houston to Dallas and back. 
and then it would be, I guess, there'd be some kind of stop in downtown. I, I Texans just don't want this stuff. I don't know why they keep trying to jam light rail or heavy rail or speedy rail or bullet trains. We don't want trains. It's not 1865 anymore. I can't get it through their heads. I don't know why. I know. Well, it's, it's expensive. That's the charm. It's the charm. An expensive project in these cities. I guess they love is, that. Is a charm because it's yeah. you take a bunch of money, you funnel it to corporations, construction corporations. Um, you know, you, and you, you call create it mass jobs, transit. you mass transit. Mm-hmm. It's green. It's all the things that city officials like to say about themselves. We're creating jobs. We're helping the local economy. We're being oh, green. Man. All the things that they love to say. Actually, tomorrow, if we can, maybe we can play some of this. Uh, Reason just did a uh, nine or ten minute documentary on a, a new minor league baseball field in Hartford, Connecticut, that I watched yesterday. Mm. And, and I'm from Connecticut, so I, you know, mm-hmm. kind of remember. If you remember the New Britain Rock Cats, they were the, one of the big, uh, yeah. big yep. um, local minor league uh, teams there, and AAA, well known. Isn't it? I don't know if it, I can't remember what double what or triple A, one of the two. Anyway, so it was well known and around the state, mm-hmm. and they got pretty good attendance there, from what I remember. Um, and uh, but I guess Hartford decided they wanted to steal the team, so they came in and said, "We'll build you a giant new multi-million-dollar stadium in Hartford um, to take the team out of New Britain." Um, of course, obviously, it's gone over budget by ten, uh, ten million dollars. It's not finished in time for the season to start, so the team had no. to go on the road for like its first fifty games. Jeez, <laughs> you know, typical story. But again, like, why the hell would a city fund a minor league baseball team? Uh, there's you know, no money in that. No, it's, it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, of course, likely no one's going to show up once the thing is built. Right. But it doesn't matter. Even if it's a success, oh. it makes no sense. Um, now, of course, New Britain has now put – they now have a new team in New Britain, which people are showing up to. They just put a new team in the stadium and people are going. I mean, it's just a ridiculous – a typical government failure. And, and, look, there are some cities where minor league baseball does well. It should never be, ever. I mean, my personal opinion is never one dime to a stadium. And I love sports. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's my passion, really, outside of uh, – you know, outside of – you got work, you got family – you got sports. You know what I mean? Like, you have – that's one of the main – like, entertainment-wise, probably my favorite thing. Like, I love watching the, sports. You never went to the minor league of the Trenton Thunder uh, in uh, Trenton, New Jersey, when we were living up there? I do remember the Trenton Thunder. You know what else I remember is the, uh, the Camden um, River Sharks. Oh, if you remember God. crossing the bridge from Philadelphia to New Jersey – on the right, a beautiful stadium. Yes. I mean, it's an awesome it's stadium. Awesome. The, Trenton, the Thunder Stadium is not bad. No, it's nice. But the Camden one is beautiful. Um, it's also now empty because that, sta- that team <laughs> went up and is now the new New Britain team. Really? <laughs> That's, That's the team great. they took from Camden, oh, which is man. another publicly tra- uh, funded stadium in New Jeez, Jersey. Of course. In another area that they were going to revitalize. We're going to revitalize the Riverwalk. And so they built a, con- a concert venue and an mm-hmm. aquarium oh, yeah. and, and a, a beautiful stadium down there. Of course, you know, these things don't work. They're just, it, it, it does not work. And They're pretty, though. Whether it works or not. Is not the point. Mm. If you have a principle, which we talk about all the time, mm-hmm. if your principle is, wait a minute, um, uh, a guy who's working uh, and paying taxes to the city should not be paying for a freaking stadium, uh, building a, t- a stadium for a team. Like, that's absurd. Uh, it, that principle should be, even if you're a sports fan, unquestionable. 
Um, but these owners know that these people will continually well, raise if you money. you don't pay for it, I'm going to have to take the team somewhere else. Right. And you know what you and need to say to every time. Okay, see ya. See ya. Bye-bye. Go. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents too coming up. Spoons today. Yeah, we're doing spoons uh, today. So we need to hurry up and Very get this exciting. break over with so we can eat. Okay. Um, so this segment will be uh, filler until we get to the next one. Jeffy? Jeffy oh. has a segment it's about the stuff. Jeffy part of the show where he brings us stuff we don't really care about. Jeffy, here this is he Pat's is. This is show, thanks. We'll be right back. No, come nothing. on. Oh, come you on. to get to the food? All right, what do you got? That's what we're here for, right? What's the Jeffy segment today, Jeffy? Uh, actually, well, let's talk about food. Let's right. talk about food, shall we? Mm -hmm. Well, you just mentioned off the air, uh, Jamba Juice coming to Texas. Why are they coming to Texas? Oh, my gosh. They were in California. Uh, uh, the $15, $15 an hour, hour minimum thing? Wage. That's right. Really? Corporate headquarters coming to Texas. Wow. Uh, to Frisco, right? Yes. And yeah. Frisco's, I mean, that's... It's awesome, yeah. Yeah. Frisco it's a nice part of the awesome. uh, Dallas uh, DFW Metroplex. Uh, nice up it's and coming But if you... Upscale place. States and cities uh, around the country... Uh, Thinking that this wasn't going to happen because of the $15 minimum hour wage? Think again. Yeah, someone Think was again. posting pictures of a, of a new McDonald's kiosk where you can go up a touch screen and everything else. Like, you know, guess what's going to happen, guys? Guess what's going to happen? You're going to lose your jobs. With your $15 Sorry. minimum wage. I mean, in certain areas, like, it Told won't. You. I like, for, you know, I don't know Seattle's economy that well, but I know it's, it's, there's been a negative effect for, for restaurant workers in, Big time. Um, in Seattle. Uh, but it might not destroy the industry there. If you put a $15 minimum wage nationwide, it would destroy half the country when it comes to these jobs. They will all go to automation, all of them. Yeah. Because they can't well, well, be able to employ, employ anybody. Nobody wants to pay non-skilled labor $15 an hour. Nobody. No. Nobody wants to. That's hey. why we don't, we don't pay Jeffy that. I mean, obviously, right. Jeffy would be gone immediately. We, were, we just replace him with a machine. Yeah. yeah. Or a, you know, a crash test dummy, whatever. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. A kumquat. We could put a kumquat over there. Just put it on the we on the stand. Do, I mean, we don't really need the minimum wage to kick in before we try some of the stuff. Right, Mr. Potato Head. I mean, whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. But uh, well, yeah. we pay. We would actually be for the cost of Mr. Potato Head is more than we pay Jeffy, though. Is it? We wouldn't actually save money. Well, over the long run, right? Over fifty. Kumquats are really expensive years. too. Oh, they are. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's what's going to happen. I mean, and, and I will say that. Lar generally speaking, speaking in a general way here, um, I like the touch screen better than talking to the person. I know you do. Am I, am I the only one? Yeah, kind of. I'll tell you, I go no. to Panera Bread, and they have the touch screen now, um, and they have the people. And sometimes I go in there and off times, and I'm the only one in the restaurant, and I still go to the screen. <laughs> They're just sitting up there by themselves, and, and I'm like, doo, 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 sorry, I'm sorry. What a I'm, bastard. I know, I'm Do you even sorry. say you're sorry? <laughs> no, Do you no. even say you're sorry? No. No. And then I you pick up. Then I, you know damn well you're not. I pick up the cup, and I walk to my table. Well, I mean, I'm like that in the grocery store. If there is a self-checkout, I'm definitely in that lane. I'm I, definitely I in the self-checkout lane, because I 
don't want the human interaction. I'm sorry. I just don't. <laughs> I do. Well, what are you having tonight? You're having a party. To... No, it's none of your business, the the amount of ice cream <laughs> Us. that I am purchasing right now. Well, if you're, it's how many people business. are in your home yeah, right I now, know. sir? <laughs> so you must be having a party. No. Or, or the other one is. me. Would you so. like to donate $12 to a socialist charity? Ah! <laughs> no. If I did, I would find it. I would seek it out. I wouldn't donate at this grocery store. I hate that. It drives me crazy. I hate that. The only thing, and the only thing that does, by the way, is allow them uh, to claim that they donated a lot of money to a charity. And then you don't right. get to deduct it off your taxes. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're obnoxious about it, too. Oh, At the grocery store now, you got so many things. Uh, do you have your card? Do you have your Kroger or your Tom Thumb or your Safeway <laughs> or your whatever card? No. <laughs> Are you playing Monopoly with us right now? No. no. Are you playing bingo? <laughs> no. Would you like to donate $5 to the American Cancer Society? No. <laughs> it's never as good as American Cancer it's, Society. No, it's either. not. It never no, is. it's not. It's always something that, like... You have to put your name up on the wall with these uh, pink balloons? No. It drives me out of my mind. I know, it really is annoying. I, I mean, because, like, I obviously we're all for charity. I mean, yeah, hope, faith, and charity. I, I mean, give not at the grocery no. store. You give it your church, you give it you know, the, you know what your name on the them, balloon in the front of the no, store No, I don't want out. my name on the balloon at the front of the store. <laughs> Even when I do give... And I do sometimes. Yeah, so I get, still you know, get sucked into it sometimes. You get sucked into it. So I do, and then I say, no, I don't put my name on the balloon. I don't care about that. <laughs> Look, I can see that being maybe uh, beneficial if you have little kids. Like, I can see at some point Zach will want our name on the balloon. So the next time we come into the store, he can look at the balloon and say, you know, like, see, I can see, like, maybe kids would enjoy that. But I don't, I don't understand why uh, as an adult. You know what happens? Yeah. You know what happens? Oh, we're going back to the store. We can see our name on the balloon. Oh, all the balloons are torn down. Yeah, that promotion is over. Yeah, well, that's probably true. The other thing, too, is in, in a way, uh, it's really insulting. Like, what they're saying to you is, hey, you don't do any research on your charitable dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, how about just <laughs> blindly supporting this one we've it chosen? Is. It is. I mean, it really is. It's like, no, when I give to a charity, I make sure I do my research and, and know if the charity is a good charity, how much of it is going uh, to overhead, what yeah. do they support? I mean, how many, how many charities have we seen so far? Well, they're like, oh, it's Bob's, uh, we, we, we're re rehabilitating injured hamsters back to life. Oh, and also supporting communism in the southeast. We see <laughs> that all the time. <laughs> all the time. I mean, it's a lot of things inconsistent with your values that these dollars go to. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to give yeah. to those charities. So then you go through all that at the checkout stand. And then you go outside, and there's the stinking Girl Scouts who want you to buy their damn cookies. No, I don't I, want that either. I, I like the cookies. I don't like the cookies. I don't want to buy them. So I, I, I don't want to be accosted, both coming in and going out. I don't want to buy the newspaper subscription. <laughs> don't you see the me. eight gallons of ice cream I have to carry out to my car? <laughs> right. I don't have time to stop for the cookies. That's right. The cashier thought I was having some kind of massive party. This is all just for me. Leave me alone. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. We got to get to spoons. Spoons. We got new M and M flavors. We got new flavors no, no. of Pepsi. Coming up next.
<laughs> uh, welcome to the uh, program. It's Spoons time. Yay! Uh, so we have uh, five products to try today. Uh, this is basically the only reason we do wow. this show. Yeah, for science. Before. Oh, wait, we got it's for little. science. For you. It's for, for you and for science. That's the spoons. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, this is the only reason we, we do this show, because we like food. Um, we have three different kinds of M&Ms. There, there's a vote or something going on. Uh, here are the three. It's honey nut M&Ms, coffee nut M&Ms, and chili nut M&Ms. Oh. So you've got a spicy, a So are these the finalists for what would... Yeah, like what are they going to? Yeah, I guess go into stores full time. Mm -hmm. um, and then also we have a couple of different. This is I've never seen these advertised. These are um, from the makers of Pepsi. It's called 1893 Cola. Because uh, um, I thought it go, was sorry. supposedly the original blend. Yep. Yeah, maybe. Are you Isn't that right? Advertised. 1893 uh, bold, Pepsi. Yeah, bold combination of cola nuts, yeah. real sugar, and sparkling water to deliver a totally unexpected cola experience. Now, if it's from 1893, shouldn't there be cocaine in this too? I hope so. I hope so, man. That's going to make the, sh the rest of the show so oh much better. Oh my gosh. Um, so should we do the? Uh, you need the sodas first? Trying it right now. All yeah. right. So here's the sodas. We'll give a shot. These are, uh, there's Bottles. one of them, the regular flavor Pat has there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I have, uh, there's also a ginger cola. Okay. So we're doing regular cola first. All right. This, this is tastes... the regular. Mm. I don't know if I can tell the difference. I like it. It almost has like the a ginger? sort of sarsaparilla uh, flavor. The ginger one? No, that's the regular one. Boy, the the regular one's pretty good. I yeah, mean, it definitely yeah. needs cocaine, I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's not enough cocaine in it, if that was their design. And here's... Uh, Ooh, the ginger one. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm, that's pretty good. The Tastes ginger like one's medicine. not bad. I don't like that. Uh, I don't mind it. You don't like it? I don't like it. I've been, mm. I've been really getting into uh, ginger beers lately. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> was I not supposed to take that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't walk you through the way this works again. Let me walk you through it. Okay. What you do is you try, you just ate it. What do you mean? <laughs> You're the horse. You try the thing, you discuss it, then you move on to the next thing. You don't try them all at once. We did. We, I tried it. We discussed it. I was just talking about on. ginger beer, mm -hmm. um, and that I've, uh, I've enjoyed it quite a bit lately. Uh, there's uh, Moscow Mule's, a good drink. Uh, mm -hmm. It features ginger beer. Um, right. So I think this would actually work in that sort of drink. But I actually, I like both of them. Okay. A little bit of a different experience. Okay, so uh, you're going Honey Nut M&M's here. Uh, Jeffy? No, thanks. <clears throat> honey Nut is pretty good. Maybe one. Now, I don't think there's any coffee in that. It's just coffee flavored. Okay. I'll coffee. do one each. Coffee flavored okay. M&M's. I'll break the mold for one each. I love this. He's trying to act like it's a favorite us. Oh, okay, I'll do one. <laughs> All right, guys. Holy you're cow. me. No, it really does taste like coffee. Really? No, it tastes like coffee smells. Right. I'll tell you that. Coffee's good. Hmm. That's more like a coffee ice cream, though. It's not a coffee ice cream. And then this is a chili nut? Yeah, it's like a spicy chocolate. All right. Mmm. Honey nut's good. Yeah, honey nut's okay. Hmm. I'm not getting any chili out of it. No. That. No hotness either. at all. A little bit. Eh, maybe a little bit, as I, but very little. Nowhere near enough. Have you ever You're had to do that? You gotta, you gotta go, you gotta for, go it. for it. I yeah, think. okay. I'm getting a, yeah. as I'm, I'm getting a little bit. It's not a lot though. Jeffy, mm -hmm. what, what's your bit? Really. Yeah, I don't think your mic's turn on. on your microphone. I don't like coffee much, but coffee's not bad. I'm getting a little right. bit of a burn from the the chili. It's not it's not hot, but it's got you can tell there's a little spice in it. Very little. So my vote. Yeah. Chili's nothing. Wait, wait a minute. Give it a little time. Um, I'll go here. <clears throat> Honey Nut is my favorite. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pretty good. I'm a fan, though, of, I would say, I could eat all three of those. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, Jeffy, what do you, what's your vibe on that? I could eat all three. We're done. You got to believe the Honey Nut's going to win, though. But the chili does have a little bit of afterkick. Yeah, a little bit. Down the throat. It's down your throat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teeny uh, tiny bit. Teeny tiny bit. Now, th- this 1893 Coke, I can't really tell the Pepsi. difference. I mean, you can't Pepsi. tell the difference, really? Mm-mm. I can't tell the difference. Um, the the ginger mm. one, you can tell the difference. It's like a between yes. a cola and a ginger beer. Now, yeah. I will say, though, Pat, very you uh, drink the real sugar Pepsi every day. Every and day. that's what that is, really. Yeah, yes. it's real sugar. Right. And so, with the exception of maybe, a, you know, an extra oh, yeah. dash of something here or there. Yeah, the cocaine um, in it. Right. Well, I wish it and did. And now we're all. You have no idea. <laughs> I will no, say that. I think I do have an idea. No idea yeah, I think I do have an idea of how much you'd like that. I, I probably shouldn't. I probably should turn my mic down. <clears> I... There's. Oh, there it is. It's on. Uh, it doesn't seem like there's anything in here that uh, isn't in there now. Is there? Well, the aromatic bitters. I don't know what those are. But oh, I, don't I, don't know. I don't know what that is I was, either. It, to me, it has a little bit. If you've ever had a sarsaparilla soda, mm-hmm. um, it has a little bit of that vibe to it, uh, mm. which I like, actually. I would say this. There's nothing groundbreaking on this table. There's nothing like I'm going yeah, out of my room. Sure. I got to drive 20 miles to pick it up. Right. But there's nothing I didn't like here either. I could eat no, all. No, it's of nothing it. terrible. No. No, um, no, no, no. I, I like both of the sodas. I thought they were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the M&Ms are fine. Like I'm not a big coffee uh, flavoring guy. However, the co- it's much more coffee ice cream than actual coffee. It doesn't have that. Like some, if you drink some of those, like or eat some of those, like high-end chocolates, mm-hmm. they'll put a lot of coffee or mocha yes. in it, and it's like t- Ugh, too much. Too me. much. I don't like it. This is more like coffee ice cream vibe. So I'm okay. There's only a very slight burn from this. Honestly, the chili tastes pretty much like normal chocolate. If with you pounded down a, a bag full of those bad boys, yeah. though, you'd have some kick, maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. But I would say it tastes like just normal. You just have a little bit of an afterburn. Mm-hmm. And then the honey knot, I think, has a nice, a little bit of a kick of honey. I would maybe have gone a little bit more. And how Me much, too. How much comes in those it. bags? What's the percentage? Because we were looking at uh, how much, uh, how many were in each bowl from each bag. What's the ounce factor of those? The ounce factor <laughs> is <laughs> what? Ounce factor of those. One point seven four ounces, Jeffy. Two hundred fifty wow. calories. That's the ounce factor. Wow. Is that a good ounce factor? No, it is or not. A bad ounce <laughs> is that a good ounce factor? <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. It is what's, not a good ounce factor. What's the appropriate no, ounce that factor? Seems in fact a little small ounce factor for the size of bag that they're putting. What would be the appropriate ounce factor? I don't for you? know. Maybe sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe 18 to match the soda. Well, this is just two. You want eight of these? <laughs> yes. What? He wants yes. eight of those. Yes. So that's the appropriate number. But again, look at Jeffy. Mm-hmm. He had one little sip of both of the sodas and one M&M. That was it. Wow. That's very impressive. That is called, that's called uh, restraint or something. That's called, called stupid. Congratulations. We're just going to clap you. out. We've got about okay. 50 seconds on. <laughs> You are for a full uh, minute, yeah, for one full minute. Now these seem to be these seem to be trying to trick people into thinking yeah, they're an energy that's drink. That's exactly what they're doing. They are canned just like an energy drink is, and those are so popular right now. I think Pepsi's cashing in on that. I will say uh, they they, uh, they look too old timey for an energy drink, though. Because energy drinks. All have violent imagery on them. So like yeah, left true. hook, Red Bull, Monster, Venom, like, push your stone. Yeah, <laughs> it is like that. <laughs> and I'll say this too, by the way, Jeffy just had uh, two of those uh, chili ones at the same time. There is a little kick. I told to you. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta the eat a bunch of them. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. Uh, cheers.